Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Yes, indeed. It is the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and Texas Rangers. I'm Reginald Datatula. Sitting along with me, Chris Arnold, three-time Hall of Famer. Got you down. And also riding along, Blake Elliott, fan phenom winner. We here, baby. Shout out to Chris Strong on the ones and twos. You can always get involved with the program on the truckwreck.com text line, 877-881-1053. You can also catch up with us digitally, see our, our smiling faces on 105.3 The Fan on YouTube. Or hit us up on twitch.tv slash Dallas Fan Cam. And you can also catch us on Twitter at Reg Atatula, at Mr. Chris Arnold, and at Blake Live underscore underscore. Yes, sir. Two you got underscores. it. I, it we'll, we'll, we'll switch it up. We'll get yeah, it more like, condensed. We'll we, get it condensed. We might need to make that a little easier for the people. But you know what? As long as they can find you. Again, at Blake Live underscore underscore. Um, coming up in about 20 minutes, we'll talk about what we learned from Week 10 in the NFL. As Week 10 is concluding with Monday Night Football right now. That score is currently 15-8 to eight in favor of the Denver Broncos. They just began the third quarter. But going back a single day to the 325 slate here, your Dallas Cowboys handled business against the New York Giants yes, visiting. Um, going ahead and sweeping the season series on that one, making sure that they ha- they only allowed 17 points over the course of both games. Because you remember, they, they managed to allow the New York Giants to put up a, a nice goose egg. Yeah, they basically outscored them this season 89-17. to 17. Not basically, that's yeah, it. That's what happened. Yeah, and, that was it. And here's the bottom line as well. There was a lot of people thought, oh yeah, the Cowboys are going to win this game. They're 17 and a half point favorites, or 16 and a half, 17 points. Mm-hmm. It's like, would they even cover? Because you know things get kind of messy in the second half. I think they more than covered, and I think that's why a lot of Cowboy fans were happy. But it wasn't all pretty. Yeah. So we on a, you know on a, on a victory went Monday yeah. day after victory. There's not a lot of places for you to vent and maybe nitpick. Some of the things that didn't go well, because nobody's trying to hear that. Everybody's just trying to enjoy a victory. This is the place right here on the Get Right. Send it in <laughs> your nitpicks on the truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. And we begin here as the 972 says, nitpicking Dak's interception can't have that against playoff teams. I, I found that to be a bewildering interception um, considering how well he had played and just how nonsens- nonsensical the actual throw was. Um eh. It was. It felt very out of sorts, and I mm-hmm. understand. Like, look, he had a season last year in which he threw a lot of interceptions, but the way that he's been playing, um, and a lot of the interceptions that we've seen over time, particularly when you go and you watch them, are like, okay, I understand how that interception happened. This one kind of just shook me. I was like, well, how how does that one happen? It was just random. That one didn't bother me as much as how do you not score on the goal line, Tony Pollard. Mm-hmm. I would have gave the ball mm-hmm. 
back to Rico Dottle because he did all the dirty work up until then. But at the same time, I'm like, this can be a big issue because the running game has not looked right. And I'm going to say this again. I've talked to Tony Pollard since the day he got it. I love him. The man's from Memphis. I'm from Memphis, too. His family got a great barbecue place in Memphis. Sir. He told me back then he has never been a feature back in any kind of point of his career, whether it's pro, college, or high school. Never been a feature back. So my whole logic was you cannot assume that with him. And I'm not saying Rico Dottle is the, is the guy that's going to be the dirty, dirty yards guy. But it's got to be somebody. Don't have Tony Pollard do dirty yards. Have him do the role he has. He can start, but don't let him do the dirty yards. That's not what he does. He gives you that burst. And I will describe this the way Zeke used to talk about this. Zeke said, I would hammer it and hammer and hammer and hammer and soften that defense up and then boom, when he had the burst, boom, that's when he would burst. The last couple of years, he didn't have that burst. But guess who did? Tony Pollard. Mm -hmm. Which means if you're going to get this running game right, you need somebody that's going to get the dirty yards. And it's not necessarily Tony Pollard. Rico Dotto, it's up to you. I mean, right now, this season, it's up to you. That's the that's my only complaint. I was like, man, Zeke had 12 touchdowns on the goal line last year, and Zeke couldn't even get the burst. I he mean, had 12. To follow you up, um, since week one, Tony Pollard hasn't scored. Since week three, he hasn't had over 60 yards rushing or total yards, I might add. 60 yards has been the breaking point. So when you have Rico Dotto outgaining you like he did last game and almost doing it the game before, um, it's it's a hard pill to swallow because me, myself, I was a Tony Pollard enthusiast. Drafted him. Oh, you were a truther. Oh, yeah. Drafted oh. him in fantasy. <laughs> thought he was going to be RB1 this season. And it's not like he's just been absolutely awful, worst running back in the league. It's just not what we expected. We expected great things, top five running back, multiple touchdown games. And I think we're just seeing when teams game plan for him. Yeah. I, I will say the run blocking hasn't been the best in the league. It could yeah. be better. And Rico Dotto's done a little better job of kind of getting in between those gaps. And uh, Pollard's had his moments. It's just not what we expected as Cowboys fans. And we have high expectations. So, Yeah, I, I'm glad that you guys settled on the run game because this is where my – my primary nitpick existed, and Tony Pollard is the is the place where it is. Um, we've seen him because I wanted, I do want to talk about that. We have seen him run between the tackles and be very good at it. Um, Are you saying the injury? He's not the same. No, what the thing that is I've seen, which has been weird, is that, and we talked to uh, John Owning of Pro mm-hmm. Football Focus, and he actually has some details about this. But we've seen him seemingly get worse at identifying, like looking at the blocking and making the right decisions on where to go. Yep, that's and it. that's a fascinating thing because he's we've seen him see it before. We've seen him be able to tell, and so I don't Are know. Are you saying the man is concussed? I didn't say that. <laughs> I don't know what you're trying to put in, in. In in I didn't say that. Well, how you not remember? Don't put words what you in my mouth now. No, I, I I don't know either. But it, it it is kind of fascinating that the decision making on the runs has gotten worse, and so I do wonder if they if this Cowboys team does need to implore. More of a two-back system. It, we are in really a do. time of football where Cleveland. feature backs don't frequently happen no. unless uh, unless you have an otherworldly running back. And even then, those running backs aren't uh, very easily getting secondary contracts. It, it feels like, and I understand, you, you got this man on the franchise tender. You want to utilize him as much as possible. But you have a dude in, in Rico Dowdle who has also shown good sh- signs of being able to do things. I think utilizing them in a little bit yep. more of a balanced way what might be helpful for all people, all parties involved. Join the committee. I mean, running back by committee is the way to go nowadays. I mean, some of the best backs that we can think of are Derrick Henry, 
I mean, Najee Harris, I mean, Aaron Jones, all those guys have other guys to follow them up. Debo and and uh, uh, Mike, or, uh, you, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah, yeah. Debo and Christian McCaffrey. Come on, that's that's the tandem right there. I mean, the the best way to be explosive is to have another guy kind of there to, with, for your cleanup. It's hard to be explosive and be that guy every play if the team can always count on you being out there. Oh, it's another guy. We don't know how to do it. Oh, Debo's back out there. Oh, it's Pollard. It's Zeke. So I think back in the day it was Marion Barber and Felix Jones. Oh yeah, Demarco Murray. Oh, I mm-hmm. remember those days. Good days. Good days. Good I'm days. just talking about the tandem. Yep. Now, one thing that I also would like to nitpick on this Victory Monday nitpick right here on 105 through the fan. Um, hey man, this Luke Schoonmaker thing is not looking the way it needs to. Wow, you took um, the words out of my mouth. Yeah, man. Also, seeing these tight ends kind of drop some passes early on is another frustration, and I I try and kind of put it in the right context because again I we we have a long history and we understand that rookie tight ends rarely have big production exactly that's not how this t- it's rare works. it doesn't happen across the league only in Atlanta last year normally a rookie tight end you can't expect anything out of them however sorry no I was just gonna say that's why all summer long when people talk about Scooney 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 and he's walking around with that boot I'm like I'm not even worried about him Look for Jake Ferguson. He's the one that Travis Kelsey and George Kittle are raving about at their at their tight end school. Yeah, but this is the tough thing about that, right? You knowing what team you are and what phase of the cycle of you know window, uh, you know championship window type mm-hmm. situation you are, you are trying to go for it. Utilizing a second round pick on a on a largely blocking tight end mm-hmm. and seeing the way that Luke Schoonmaker has played. It's been it's frustrating. I'll just put it at that. I don't want to make larger assumptions or but you know you, statements. You just it said, has been frustrating. You just said that rookie tight ends. Abs- but then you ne- you know that why are you drafting a rookie tight ends in the second round? I mean, you could say that it's been frustrating. Sam Laporta's top five right now receiving a tight ends, and he's a rookie. What drafted team? in the second. They also round. took a linebacker in the first round. That's a linebacker and a running back. Yeah, that's just that's a different place. The Detroit Lions. I, I I completely agree with you. Using second round draft capital on a guy that if you don't see him starting, why are we using that in the second round? If you just want to get a blocking tight end, there's guys like that in the third and fourth round. I'm not saying he's a bad player and all. Keep him there, but I'm just saying, like you said, we're in that championship window. Almost all the guys that the Eagles drafted are are playing. They're they're playing big minutes. Jalen Carter's trying to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. Mm-hmm. They got N'Kobe Dean out there. They got um, their safety. I can't think of his name right now that they just drafted. They got they drafted guys. You're finna play. You're finna be a part of this championship roster. We're not just stockpiling the bench. Now, um, as we continue nitpick, that's right. On the and we're uh, doing it on purpose now, y'all. Y'all know we just we just saying the things y'all been thinking. Mm-hmm. Now this is interesting because look, man. Um, I this is supposed to be about the Dallas Cowboys. However, and I personally don't like delving into this. From the six hundred three, they say they're nitpicking officials. Why not call blatant blatant holding on the New York uh, Giants offensive lineman when the players are being undressed def- during uh, the last drive? <laughs> um, one of the things that's tough is again I don't like doing the the officials thing because that ends up in a place where you don't win. But I think also one of the things that we have to remember is this defense does a lot of swim moves and rip throughs, mm-hmm. and particularly with rip throughs, there is like kind of a a clause in the NFL uh, rule book where if you rip through, that player can extend their arms and continue that that uh, that gra- grasp, and it'll look like a hold, but it's legal because mm-hmm. you did the rip through. You were the one who put yourself in the situation where you outside of where that person was outside of your um outside of your your shoulders, whatever. Yeah. Um, I know that Micah Parsons ends up in that place a lot, and so I think sometimes we end up in that place. Speaking of Micah, 
Let me do a media nitpick. Okay, go and ahead. Got you some got some explaining to do. Uh-oh. Micah had a nice game. And Sean Shree basically said this very, very well this morning. If you told her, then you already heard Sean talk about this. Micah had a nice game. But you never really noticed Micah, except for maybe one play where they're flushing out the quarterback and DeVito was trying to run around. But after the game, we're going to the locker room to interview him and the rest of them. Micah had his cap on, and he was out the door. Before we could walk in, he was out the door. And Sean said it best. If Micah was mad because he didn't think he played well or he didn't get a sack when the whole team got five sacks and everybody was looking good on the team, that's not a good look, Micah. You better have a good excuse, and you better say it on your, your Bleacher Report podcast, why you didn't entertain the media afterwards. And, again, I understand when people say, well, you don't have to entertain the media. But, Micah, you always do. You're one of the big leaders on the team, and it was a huge victory. Why the hell were you not available? Why did you leave and at least just say a couple of words and say, I got to go? Yeah, um, My- Micah. And we know Micah could be moody. Yeah, and I, I, that, I'm glad you said it because I also I don't want to. I know that you have a better relationship in that locker room and everything. Mm-hmm. I don't want to come across like I'm, you know, banging on this this team or any of these players. I'm just but, trying to nip it in the bud for he, you, Micah. He, he he absolutely it can be a little bit moody, but the tough thing about it is, especially as a self-proclaimed leader, it does feel like you have to be in that place. Uh, as we continue to nitpick on these yeah, Cowboys after a 49 mm-hmm. to 17 win against the New York Giants. They um, shouldn't have gave up that last touchdown. You there we nitpick? go. Uh, there we go. You want to get real nitpicky? Yeah, hey, I uh, wanted to say they beat him uh, eighty-nine to ten this season. Uh, it sounds a lot better. Um, I, I need to. I need to talk about this. Um, the safety play, particularly from one Malik Hooker, uh-huh. it hasn't been the best this year. Right. Um, all these safeties got paid recently, and yeah, good for they've them. Been getting burned. They had been playing very well. On the play where Deron Bland gets that interception. Mm-hmm. If you are watching that film, and I will go back and watch the All-22 when it's available tomorrow, thanks for nothing, NFL+. Plus. Uh, if you'll notice, that dude is beyond um, Malik Hooker, who is playing center field and safety. And you basically saying DB saved him? Mike could. Mike could. Because, again, I don't know what the play call is. I don't know exactly what the responsibilities are. I don't even think DB saved him. I mean, you had Tommy DeVito back there at quarterback. So, I mean, quarterback <laughs> saved you. I think that's his name. A great last name, by the way. But if that's a... If that's a good quarterback back there, let's be honest, that's a touchdown. He's burned. He's burned. And, I, yes, Deron Bland made a great play to save the play, but it wasn't really Deron Bland made the play. It was a well-underthrown oh, wow, ball. look at this. You, you, you taking that, that he, shine he away up. from Deron Bland. Oh, that's I'm nitpicking. That's, that's the he subject. That's, not that's, that's not what we're supposed to do. That's not nitpicking. You hating it. No, that's, I that's love me some Bland. We don't hate. If we heard earlier, we I love me some Bland, but it's not like that. he was the reason that play happened. It was a bad throw. If a better thrown ball, then that's he went. Up, he did high point it. He went great up and high, high pointed point. it with the same. Great high point, that's, but the ball shouldn't even been that low. Should have been the Devito, little sixteen. His dad would have been hype. Brother with the chain, mm-hmm. they'd have been going crazy. But you know, before we, sorry, before we get going on this nitpick uh, again on the truckwreck.com text line from the two one four, the first goal line stop that the Giants got was pretty pitiful, right? right? You you get in yeah, uh, within the that. five and you can't punch it in. That's a really frustrating thing. And I, I mean, you talk about that. We talked about it from the run game, but also. Uh, is there not any other play that you could get into that into that end zone? It's very frustrating that as a team you want to come out and start hard, you know, start start fast, start high, right. and you get stonewalled by a team that honestly you still have good defensive linemen on that team. 
But this is not that that's no that's excuse. not going to suffice when you start no. playing the highest levels. And this is the thing about the Cowboys that's been tough this year. We can't celebrate this win too much because they're still 0-2 against teams that are likely playoff teams in the NFC. And so this you can easily write this game off as saying, oh, well, this is another one of the bad teams that you've beaten this year. And they did it the way that they're supposed to. But little things like that and the interception continue to be frustrating because those are the things that you want to see cleaned up and those are the things that need to be cleaned if you want to reach the potential that you want, which is a NFC championship. Well, like I said a little earlier, one-legged Zeke had 12 touchdowns on the goal line last year. So I'm just saying they better figure something out because he gone. And at the same time, mm -hmm. on the flip of the coin, on the flip of the coin, we had a Tolo, a get-right Tolo to text in just a bit earlier. He said, how the hell you not get a safety from them Giants when you didn't get that goal, you didn't go into the uh, end zone, but you had them on? How do you, you not get Barkley in the end zone? Yeah, the, the, that's, that's tough, That's nitpicking. Now, that's yeah. a real nitpick. That's real tough because <laughs> I don't know how many defenses you expect every time to get a safety in that circumstance. Yes, you want to get close, and they did get close, but I don't know how you mm -hmm. certainly do that. Real quick before we go, the offensive line. Um, when you talk about the blocking, it's been problematic. It feels like they're not getting to the second level mm -hmm. when they're run blocking. Mm -hmm. And I think that's really a big issue. Yeah, you can get the first blocks, and but you need to get to the second level if you want to break runs. And I think that's one of the things that's really been troubling this team. Um, but, yeah, that's I guess that's that's our victory Monday nitpick right here after a Cowboys 49-17 to decisive win against the New York Giants. You know what's going to happen? Will we go to the commercial break? And another thing. <laughs> <laughs> Talk to me. We'll, we'll keep going through the we'll break. Keep thinking about it. But don't worry. We'll be right back um, because coming up next – We'll go around the entirety of the NFL. We're going to talk about what we learned from week 10 in the NFL, and we'll do it next on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. In the deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to At Bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. What you know about that, Blake? I'm getting jiggy over here. That's the way love goes. Do I don't know the song, but it I sounds I was going to say, good. do you even know whose who song this is? I don't. Uh, Janet Jackson. I was going to say text in, but um, Chris oh. went and gave the answer. It's the get right. I was looking on, bad for me. On 105 through the fan, you're home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champions. Texas Rangers. You can always get involved with the program on the text line, 877-881-1053. Um, 
we're keeping up with Monday Night Football where the Broncos still ahead on the Buffalo Bills 15-8. Looks like uh, there was a turnover, however, the Bills defense doing what need be done and giving Josh Allen the offense a short field, which is helpful because Josh Allen's turned the ball over twice in this contest. And so this could get even more interesting. This this is falling into one of my theories of close game versus good game. I can't tell you definitively if it's a good game, but it's looking like it's going to be a close game. Mm-hmm. And so for whatever that's worth, that's there for you, and we will uh, keep you up to date on what's happening there. But uh, right now, let's uh, talk about what, what we've learned. And you t- go ahead and text in what you've learned through Week 10 or at, uh, in Week 10 of the NFL slate, uh, fellas, I, either you have something that jumps off of your jumps off of your spirit uh, from week ten. What what caught your attention and what did you learn in watching some of these games? I think that is a very easy question. If you watch the Bengals versus the Texans, it's that the CJ Stroud rookie of the rate rookie of the year is done. It's locked up. He's got offensive it. rookie of the year is his. It's already in his locker. Sure. It's, it's sitting in his locker. It's looking nice. Can we? I mean, MVP, he's top two in passing yards, two interceptions this season. And the interceptions, yes, they were not great ones, but um, he won the game after throwing that interception late against the Bengals. I just, my favorite thing about him, you can throw out numbers all day, the record, this, that, yada, yada. He just looks so poised back there. He looks like a Mm -hmm. six, seven, eight-year veteran back there. And he's got some good weapons. I wouldn't say any tier one weapons. I mean, Tankdale's great. He's been awesome out there, Noah Brown coming from the Cowboys last year, Nico Collins. So he's got some guys, but I mean. Nico didn't even play in this game. Didn't even play. And yeah. you got Joe Burrow, who's, I know he didn't have that game, but in general, he's got a Jamar Chase, a T. Higgins, a Tyler Boyd. So CJ's doing less with more. His defense is, you know, above average, not the best defense in the world. And they're still finding a way to win close games against playoff opponents. CJ Stroud has just been a. Shows you that those tests don't matter. S2 is going to go out of business. Yeah, I mean, you talk about that, and the thing that we talked about on this program about C.J. Stroud, he seems to elevate the play or uh, his players around him, which is a, a veteran stat, right, or a veteran uh, characteristic, and he is very much a rookie. Uh, Bobby Slowick, him, when it comes to play calling and um, scheming up an offense, but really the mm-hmm. thing in that game that I found more interesting was what I have affectionately termed the Baby Niners defense. This Texans defense is really good. Baby Niners. Yeah, but, well, I mean, obviously the head coach mm-hmm. is D'Amico Ryans, who right. was previously the defensive coordinator on the on the Niners. And you can see the philosophy is very similar. Mm-hmm. The thing about it is I, I thought that they didn't have enough talent mm-hmm. to play at a certain level. I thought that they, you know, the scheme was good and they had a lot of effort and buy-in, but they were just missing some pieces here and there. They were consistently getting to Joe Burrow with four pass ru- or for, yeah, four pass rushers and pretty much playing high-level defense on the back end. And, of course, they have the likes of, like, Derek Stingley and uh, Jalen Petrie that are nice secondary players. But they were getting up in Joe Burrow's kitchen consistently, making him utilize his legs in that calf that is recently healed. And they showed up pretty well, handled their business, and really allowed to uh, the offense to play complimentary and managed to get a win against a team that we all anticipate to be very good. So I was, I was surprised by just how far along the defense appears to be for the Houston Texans. Okay, so you're asking, what did we learn the first 10 weeks? Yeah, what, what's what's one of the observations that you picked up in week 10? Here's a this minor weekend? observation, but it's something that's a factor in their record. Them damn Philadelphia Eagles have created a play that no one can stop. That tush push? Yes. Brotherly shove. Yes. Oh, so you're going to allow them to dictate <laughs> what you call them? That's that's <laughs> like, you know, the, you know the dude that's like, 
uh, call me Ghost Rider. It's like, no, you don't get to pick your nickname, dude. You don't get to do that. <laughs> did, did they come up with that? Is that they is did. That, is that they was did. there? Yeah. Okay. Well, then never mind. It's, That's right. It should be banned. That's what it should be called. All I know is can't nobody stop it. Mm-hmm. And people have tried to imitate it, and they are not as successful as the Eagles who do it at will. And it makes me it makes me mad because I don't want that team to be that good at what they're doing, especially since no team. This is the one of the oddest uh, stats in the NFL. No team has won the NFC East in back to back years since two thousand and four. That's an anomaly, and and a, and a league that has so much balance over the years. You, you follow what I'm saying? How come no team can win the NFC East back to back? Well, Philadelphia Eagles are in position to do this. And they're 8-1 and right now, primarily because they have fortified their roster. They have done the things they needed to do after an appearance in the Super Bowl this past year. I'm saying, well, I don't want to hear about the Eagles. But the primary thing is, there's no such thing as, <clears throat> let's go on fourth down and fourth and short. Because they make it on fourth and one every time. They're batting 1,000. And don't get me wrong, I'm not hating on Jalen Hurts. I'm proud he can pull it off. This same guy was in the MVP conversation last year. He only got hurt at the end of the year. Otherwise, he might have been the MVP. He ain't going to get it this year. It's going to be probably Patrick Mahomes. But I'm looking at that tush push saying, somebody stop that S. Yeah, there's a lot of people that are like, why can't and other teams do it? Like, they have a very unique set of circumstances when it comes to the quarterback that is yes. incredibly strong mm-hmm. when strong it comes legs. to the base. And then that offensive line is one of those one yeah. of those ones, right? That's mm-hmm. that's offensive line Travis that's athletic. Kelsey's brother, Jason Kelsey. Athletic, really strong, has a lot of know-how, so they've mm-hmm. got that figured out. Um, so this is a little thing I learned in 10 weeks. All right, so in, in week 10, let's go back to Sunday Night Football, which I'll admit did not actually fully watch. However, one thing I did see when it comes to the Raiders and the Jets, the Raiders just really hated Josh Al- or Josh McDaniels, didn't they? Like, oh they just goodness. seemed to be so much happier to be away Fired from up. him. Because he ain't a real coach. I can't imagine how sorry you got to feel when you leave somewhere and everybody else gets a thousand percent happier. Hallelujah. Like, I cannot imagine. Have you ever been in a circumstance where you leave somewhere or where you see someone leave and everybody's just like, whoo, thank God. <laughs> Thank yeah. God that that person's did, gone. Did that is the Los Angeles, Las Vegas Raiders right now. What's the new coach's name? Antoine Antonio, Antoine, Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Antonio Pierce. Did you hear about what really happened on what made him get fired? Let's hear it. Antonio Pierce was trying oh, no. to. Yeah, he's trying to lift up the team, and he was talking about when he was with the Giants. Nobody thought the Giants were going to go to the Super Bowl and knock off the New England Patriots, blah, 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 blah. But they never quit on themselves. He was giving them an inspiration speech about never quitting on yourself, never letting your teammates down. And the example he used was when he was with the Giants and they knocked off the Patriots, who happened to be offensive coordinated by Josh McDowell. Yeah, McDaniels. McDaniels, excuse me. McDaniels McDaniels took offense to that. He took a petty offense Uh-oh. to that and said, don't ever use that example again. Well, this got back to the owner who was tired of him anyway, and that was the final straw. And then Antonio Mc- Antonio a- Pierce Antonio Pierce is now the head coach because he knows how to speak the language that the players can respect. And that's why they were all so happy when Josh McDaniels gone. Get get to getting. All right, let's let's keep this moving along on other um other things that we learned through week t- or in week 10 of NFL football and first of all I would like to ask you gentlemen a, a quick question mm-hmm. either y'all turn on the fo- on the TV at 8:30 to watch uh the international game in Frankfurt between the Indianapolis Colts and the New England Patriots 
I'm glad I didn't. Um, oh my god! Unfortunately, gosh. I was on the air here, and it was on in the background. Yeah, that found, that's, that feels like real uh, backwards hustle. But it does what it does feel like um, with Mac Jones getting benched for the final drive of the game. It feels like the New England Patriots have uh, figured out that they need a quarterback. Like it feels like the Mac Jones thing is done. So in New it's England, it's over. I mean, when you put in the backup on the last drive, and Ooh, then he Bailey does, Zappi also threw an interception, and that mm-hmm. was like one of the greatest interceptions I've ever mm-hmm. seen in my life. The fake spike into quadruple coverage even better than the interception was his post-game press conference saying reporters asking him why he threw the ball pretty much and what he saw and he said i can't say what i want to say now what is he trying what can he not say i honestly to this point still don't even know what he can't say but all i know is that patriot time belichick land it's not looking good over there look like it's coming for an end they're fighting they're they're watching college football let's just say that (laughs) they're trying to they're trying to get a new quarterback over there and it's it's not zaps it's not Max. You're going to be in the uh, uh, Caleb Williams Bowl? I mean, the, I, probably the Drake May Bowl. That seems more May like their cup yeah. of tea. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, there's there's a few of them. There's some quarterbacks uh, yeah, in college quarterback. football that are, that are intrig- interesting, oh, intriguing. Um, uh, one of the things that I felt like I learned in Week 10 comes from the uh, Jags-Niners game. And that's that. The Niners' offense works really good when their good players are playing. Mm-hmm. Yes, I know that it's it's, yes, it's yes. not novel, but look, man, it's true. Like that offense is built to have these uh, these best players. And Brock Purdy looks a lot better when uh, Debo Samuel's on the field and such. Right? That that became apparent because that Jacksonville Jaguars' defense is really good. Didn't matter. Didn't matter at all. Um, something I learned, kind of going back to that same game when we're talking about the Jets Raiders. Um, not necessarily in Week Ten, but honestly, all week, and it showed itself again in Week Ten. Sorry to break it to you, Jets fans. Even if Aaron Rodgers was playing, yes, they would be better. But I don't think they're a, a high-caliber playoff team. That O-line is bad. Yep. I know we kind of patched it up during the offseason. Aaron Rodgers coming in. Garrett Wilson It's going to be a high-passing offense. Um, Kind of have to block people to get the ball to Garrett Wilson for them to have time. So I don't think even with Aaron, with Aaron Rodgers returning to this lineup that they're going to be a playoff threat if they make it there. Uh, one thing I learned is that apparently Joshua Dobbs got That's some magic I was in his socks this. or something. I don't know what he's doing. Man. The pastronaut. Put it like this. He beat the Cowboys. That was Arizona's only win until the other day when um, our boy from Allen came back. Mm-hmm. And Tyler, K-1. Tyler, Tyler Which, Tyler by the back. way, that's another thing we learned. Apparently, Kyler Murray's still good at football, guys. Yeah, he's healthy now. And he's back. And he won the second game of the season for the Arizona Cardinals. But back to Joshua Dobbs. He was named NFC Offensive Player of the Week. When he stepped in and, and and took over the game for Minnesota and then did it again, started this, this last game and won another one. Uh, what was he, 23 out of 34, 268 yards, one touchdowns as they knocked off those Saints? Who that? I mean, he's literally calculating every throw. This man is, a, right. is, is a NASA. You done turned Josh Dobbs into Rain Man somehow. I'm just saying, he knows what he's doing out there. People going to give him his respects. Where I mean, are his eyebrows? All right. I just had to go. Don't go chill at Charlie Villain and wave on him. That's crazy. They're in the end zone. That's what they're saying. I I don't think people realize. I mean, I think most people realize how hard it is to play NFL quarterback, let alone Mm. getting traded the week of and learning the play calls as you're going. You don't know anybody on the offense's name, don't know where the locker room's at, and you're calling a full game and you're making audibles and you're out of the pocket. I mean, that's hard enough with preparation. So props to the pass or not. I'm a fan. Man, the, and, and he's doing all that with no eyebrows as well. I yeah, mean, that come was on. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No yeah, eyebrows. Can't forget about that. That's right. I mean, do not forget. Very good. Um, he's hindered. On, on the text line uh, <laughs> from the two one four, they say Ceedee Lamb giving off Devontae Adams vibes. That's what we learned in Week Hell. Ten. Uh, we also continue on, on the on the YouTube. 
where Loki Joker says his name is Josh Jobs now because mm. he got a whole bunch of them. Yes, he does. Well, he's set for life, honestly. Wait a minute, 972. says Joshua Dobbs is the first AI quarterback in the NFL. All right. They now. input any offense in his database before every game. Well, I mean, the offense is, hey, man, I'm going to run around for a little bit. If you open, I'm, ch- I'm chucking it. Otherwise, I'm going to run. Like, that's the offense. <laughs> the offense, he's running Johnny Manziel in the NFL. Like, that's he's what he's doing. It. He's got the script. I mean, can you not put – when you put the TV on and he's doing it, can you not just sit there back there and smile? It's like, this guy's just doing whatever he wants with barely any experience with said team, and then the guys are rallying behind him. I mean, you would have thought the season was over. Justin Jefferson tweeted out the other day, can't ready to get, can't wait to get back with this team. I mean, Kirk Cousins out for the season, and you trade for Josh Dobbs, and your star receiver's pumped to get back, so that's how you know he's pumping some life in the Vikings camp. And finally, on the, uh, on the text line – 214 says, what did we learn from week 10? Lots of offensively challenged teams. Lots of mediocre quarterbacking, too. Yeah, I think one thing that I definitely looked up and saw is like, hey, you remember how we thought everybody had their quarterbacks now? Not, not, not so much. There's a lot more teams that you're like, actually, that quarterback isn't as good as you thought they were, and you might actually still need to go back to this the well. Sorry. Enough, there's not enough quarterbacks. In fact, the one that was here at AT&T Stadium, uh, DeVito, whoever heard of him? Before, Come on. There's about three people in the stadium, and they were all wearing jerseys with his name on the back. <laughs> yeah, Syracuse, uh, that's right. Oh, Illinois, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so, yeah, no, th- it's something that we tried to – I think we tried to trick ourselves out of or something. We got mm-hmm. to a point where we were looking up and like, hey, we might have actually started solving this quarterback situation. Nope, 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 nope. Quarterback scarcity reigns in the NFL. But uh, that's some of the things that we learned from Week 10 in the NFL right here on the Get Right on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we debut a new segment where I'm going to call it What You Got. We'll have a little sharing time, talk about some of the things that are on our minds. We'll do it next on 105 Through the Fan. It's the Get Right on 105 Through the Fan, your home of the Dallas Cowboys and World Series champion Texas Rangers. Reginald Datatula here with you, alongside three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. And fan phenom Blake Elliott. Let's get it, baby. That was, that, was, that was a lot. I'm excited Have for this one. Have you been thinking about that one? Oh, I'm excited one? for this one. Okay, very good. He's rubbing his hands. Yeah, Birdman hands going on here in the DFW.com, <laughs> DFW security, rather, .com studios. Um, right now, or actually I should give you an update on the ESPN game, Monday Night Football. 15-15 to 15 is the score tied between the Broncos and the Bills. Uh, 14 minutes to go in this one. And again, close game, maybe not good game. Kind of surprising. Well, I guess not entirely surprising. The Bills have had issues with the Broncos defense or Broncos offense. Rather, Broncos really been short game intensive. In fact, Russell Wilson's average yards per attempt is about six and a half yards. And he's only thrown 19 of them. It's it's been really short game, but they've just kind of nickel and dimed it up the field as necessary. Um, But of course, remember, the Bills are missing Matt Milano, Mm -hmm. lots of other defensive players that have been really instrumental to him. Um, but we'll keep you updated, and we'll give you another update here in about 15 minutes when we go. Uh, I'll give you your headlines on the night. But right now, we debut a new segment, and it's an opportunity for all of us to just bring something to the table and have a little conversation. And it's a, it's, it's a little bit of sharing time, and it's something that I call What You Got. Chris, if you can give me a little something to vibe to as I turn it to you, Chris. Uh, sorry. Goodness gracious. It's Chris Strong. Chris is over here. Chris Strong is over there. And this is Blake Elliott, Fan Phenom. Um, shouts out to you as I will let you do the inaugural uh, sharing time what you here. Got? What you got, Blake? And we got, got a little Blake? childish Gambino in the back. Doesn't get better than that. Well, for the first one, I want the text line to get in this. The truck wreck, 
truckwreck.com text line 877-881-1053. That's 877-888-1053. Close. Be Te- most of the time. One, one off. Text in. And my question for you guys, as well as my two great co-hosts in front of us, what is something that a girl can do on a first date that will guarantee she never gets a second date? Yeah, we were having a little conversation here in studio because um, I tried to plan ahead. I'm I'm not as good at my job when I'm hungry. Mm-hmm. And so I got myself a little sandwich on the way to the studio. And, you know, just kind of sneaking bites here and there during breaks. And, Blake, you looked at me and you were like, what kind of sandwich you got there? Fair question. And then, you know, I was just kind of talking about the sandwich. And you let me know something that is red flag for you that I I think it's, I still think it's asinine. Yeah. So red flag. I don't know if this is just me. Um, text line. Let me know if you're on the same page or if I'm completely out of my mind on this one. But I was on a first date with a girl and we were going through our favorite places, places to eat and whatnot. And the first thing that came out of her mouth was Subway. I mean, out of all the places you could pick, Subway is the first one that comes to your mind, especially if we're just talking as far as sandwiches go. You got Jimmy John's, Firehouse. I mean, your mom cooking. (laughs) Anything other than Subway, it's dim lighting, not great vibes. No one wants to be there. You don't even want to be there. You were forced to be there because it was around the corner. And she said that she was never seen again. Um, so I asked the text line, what is something, maybe a personal experience? Oh, you got a bunch of them. You blowing it. You blowing this thing Wait, up. Wait, before we even get to the text line, how old are you? Like 24, 24, October 3rd, 1999. Just had wow, my 24th birthday. Wow, you put all the details out there. He's yeah, 24. Come on. I don't think it works the same. Um, I appreciate the effort, though. No, this is wild elitist for you. You too young to be doing all this, brother. I mean, I ju- it just is what it is. You got to know what you got to know yourself. It's not saying this person was a bad person. Great person. It's just he's like, me I ex- personally. I expect Subway my women to only eat on the finest of filet mignons. Filet <laughs> mignons. I don't know. Subway is my go-to. What's That's the text what she said. That's what? what she said. Text line says, 682 says, don't be rude to a wait staff or service. Facts. Yes. Big facts. Mm-hmm. I like that. 901 says, you, she cannot have terrible body odor. Mm-hmm. Sure. No, nah, you got to sure. take care of yourself. 214 says, you cannot be glued to your phone. Uh, 469 is co-signing on that saying, if you stay on the phone the whole day, you cannot commit. She cannot look. I cannot compete with her with TikTok. Mm. She cannot be on TikTok the whole phone call. Mm-hmm. Uh, Two one four says when she told me she couldn't make the date, but I couldn't, but I could drop her off some food for her and herself. Oh no! Oh, that's the but craziest I could drop her one. Some off her, oh no, 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 no! Oh, and nine oh one is co-signing with you. Says Subway is trash. That's a red flag. Yep. Another nine seven two says she cannot dip tobacco. Yep. Well, yeah. That's. I mean, look. These are all valid. 806 says, if she randomly cries in the middle of dinner. That sounds like a personal experience. Because the food she ordered reminded her of an ex that had dumped her. No, nah, that's way too that's specific. Way you too have a whole story to tell, <laughs> yeah, brother. Like, I, need to, I need to know what more happened there. 214 is deciding with Reggie on the subway ain't that bad. Reg, what, I mean, Blake, what you tripping? You tripping, man. What okay. subway ain't that bad? Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about when it comes to like the lighting. All of them like have I, fluorescent lighting. I, I don't know how it. you mean dingy. Like, where, where'd, you, where'd you get that from? I've hated every subway lighting I've been. I don't know if I just it, go into the- It's kind of like yellow lighting yeah. a little bit it's like just not it's not the jimmy john's lighting I, i'm gonna back up what, you, on this what? It's, it's not the jimmy john's light what are you guys on talking about on on. it's mustard lighting in there it's mustard yeah, it's they mustard. put the yeah, extra absolutely. mustard up there dingy it's dingy jimmy These john's are all strip malls you're talking about places that are in the same strip malls and y'all are talking about one of them like they are superior than the other meanwhile reg 972 has a, an angle for you if you take her to an expensive if she orders the most expensive thing on the menu mm-hmm Mm-hmm, gotta cut. She her. just picks it out. 
I don't know. I feel like you should be ready to pay whatever's on the menu. Two one four says, "Why are you playing if Subway cookies are good?" The Subway cooker, the cookies. The su- oh, the cook. Okay, cookie is different than the the sandwich. I mean, come on. Yeah, the cookie bangs. All right, Chris. What you what what you got? Completely different. <laughs> Completely different. What you got? Eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. That's the text truckwreck.com text. That's right. When was the last time you walked backwards? Now, let me preface this by saying, guess where I'm going with this? Think about it for a second. When was the last time you walked backwards? I'm not talking about taking a couple of steps. I'm talking about just, you know, actually walk backwards for a little bit. Huh. Okay, see, depends on what we're talking about because I have jogged or run backwards because. When was the last time you did that? Play basketball Sunday. Okay, that's, that's in the basketball game. What okay, fair enough. No, Does I, that count? I, I would agree. That was the last time when I played basketball, you jogging backwards on the court. What about you, Chris Strong? I think baseball for me, yeah, it's got to be. Backing up. Backing up field outfielder, yeah. Yeah, it feels like it's got to be sports. Otherwise, yeah. what reason would you be? Would you have <laughs> from walking backwards through somewhere? Well, guess what? According to the research, walking backwards is known in academic circles to have a rich history and can be the difference in biomechanics. Backwards walking can actually bring some physical benefits and as well as mental benefits. Okay. Listen to this. It's often used in physiotherapy to relieve back pain, knee problems, and arthritis. Some studies have even suggested that walking backwards can positively affect Cognitive abilities such as memory, reaction time, and problem-solving skills. They call it retro walking, as in walking backwards. And they've done this since the 19th century. They said people walked hundreds and sometimes thousands of miles in reverse. Sometimes as a result of an impulse bet, something. Sometimes they said just I just want to have bragging rights. But guess what they found? It strengthens your hamstrings. And if you're a cornerback, if you play basketball and you're going backwards, people who go backwards a lot are said to be smarter. Okay. All right. Let me give you a couple more. It says backwards walking and backwards running drills are already used in some sports training, particularly in team and racket sports. We require the agility to quickly move forwards, backwards, and laterally. It also reduces the stress placed on knee joints while building strength, Retro running is also a useful and helpful way of protecting athletes from injury. There you go. All right. So it also reduces lower back pain. It also strengthens the muscles in your back. It increases the hamstring flexibility. I think I heard all about you the have to do thing, is yeah. walk backwards 10 to 15 minutes a day. 10 to 15 minutes a day. Okay. Guys, I I think this is the secret. I think this is what LeBron, what Joe Pavelski, I mean, all these players out here. All the ones that's living a long time and playing a long time. Yeah, just walk backwards. I think they're doing it all the time. And guess what else it says? It uh, it actually helps your ankle joints because it absorbs the most shock during backwards walking. It actually strengthens your ankles. And so there are certain athletes that do a lot of retro walking. So, Chris, I'll ask you, is this something you can just do around your house, just walking around the house, pacing backwards, or does it have to be like you're moving high tempo on a run? I feel like you should not do a whole bunch of high tempo. I feel like that's how you bust your keystroke. (laughs) Yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, I I would not advise you to just go out there doing a whole bunch of real fast backwards walking slash jogging running. You will end up on your keister. And one other note, like I was talking about it, it mentally cognitive reasons for it. It says if you walk backwards, it gives you faster reaction times 
Because if you can step backwards, forwards, and sideways, participants stepping backwards had the fastest reaction times when they had conflicting stimulus brought in front of them on mental and brainwave situations. And so it's, it's, it's basically said, you can, if you walk backwards a lot, it improves participants' ability to recall information. Large studies of healthy populations have shown that walking backwards can make you smarter and make you physically more adept. So, Chris, you must walk backwards a lot, my brother. I wish I should. I wish I could. Yeah, someone from the uh, 469 that said, I'm a PE t- teacher and I walk backwards a lot. My body is still in pain and breaking down. <laughs> All right, so maybe, maybe maybe you don't fit into the, the subset naturally. Uh Someone said from the 325, so Dion is ahead of us all by going backwards. Yeah, okay. hey, think right. about those cornerbacks. And then from the 214, they mentioned that uh, they backed up when they saw their manager coming in today. There you go. There you go. And <laughs> wow. that seems like a smart move as well. They Creative. said carry is needed, however, to be taken to uh, when you're walking backwards. you got to make sure you, you avoid unseen objects. Of course, of there course. Are cases of people walking backwards doing physiotherapy and resulted in falls and serious injury yeah, if you don't know what you're doing. That's how you end up tripping on the dog or something or exactly. hitting a step or something. <laughs> You gotta have a shadow partner. You gotta have someone watching out for you. Spotter. Oh, not, this is, you have to have a spotter for walking backwards. That's what you, you gotta go. To, you go to the gym. You're like, hey, can you spot me? What you lifting heavy? Nah, just walking seats. backwards. Gotta get my 15. Just, in. just walking backwards on the treadmill. Need to make sure that I don't break anything. <laughs> uh, all right, cool. Uh, that's what you got. This first debut episode. We'll we'll, we'll have that every you. night on the get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, we'll get you caught up on all the things that are happening in the sports world and your headlines next on 105.3 The Fan. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.